Welcome back to the Crooked Spine Show. Do you have shoulder pain or know someone who does? This, is, this workshop will allow you to assess and recover from shoulder pain, shoulder tightness, even problems with arm tingling, arm numbness, even neck pain and upper back pain. In this talk today, we walk through a sequence of what muscles are affected by shoulder pain, what are non-traumatic causes of shoulder pain along with traumatic causes, what other signs of shoulder pain like numbness, burning, tingling down the arm, down the back, even down the front of the neck. We also walk through about five exercises called lying down with the shoulder coming back exercise. We'll see that in the video, along with the corner stretch, along with the broomstick stretch, along with the three shoulder exercise, which I give my patients a lot, along with the modified shoulder press for overall strength. The goal is can we improve overall shoulder, reduce shoulder pain, increase flexibility in the same time, and then increase strength also to maintain a good posture, a good position, and handle the stress of our day, my friends. All right, so to a talk, have a great week, and we'll see you next week. All right, get some movement around here. So I'm gonna walk through these first, the first couple, and we'll do overall the exercise afterwards too. Right. So we'll need demonstrators. So whoever wants to demonstrate, make sure you stretch your shoulders a little bit. Okay, good. So the first one is, what are the muscles of the shoulder? Okay, what are the muscles of the shoulder? We talked about that. It's gonna be, oh, you messed the camera up. When I talk about shoulder, is it just here? Is this your shoulder? Or is also, what, what's, what's your shoulder? What do you consider shoulder? The whole thing. The whole thing, right? When you say the whole thing, I go the whole thing as being the neck, the actual shoulder itself, shoulder joint out here, along with the upper back here, along with part of your upper muscles of your arm, along with part of your chest muscles. So I'm halfway down here, halfway down here, halfway down here, and then all of the neck. The reason is, when you talk about a shoulder motion or movement, you always want to go one joint beyond what it actually is. You want to make sure you cover one more joint. Okay, what I mean by that, if I'm moving my arm, it's not just this one muscle working, it's all the muscles, even the armpit muscles too, the lap muscles, helping it elevate and depress. So I want to look at everything together, okay? How many muscles are those? Do you want to count? I don't know, five, six, seven. But when we talk about injury down the line, we want a second, we want to figure out where the problem is and what's the secondary muscle that controls that area. I call it more of a complex joint versus one joint or one muscle. And it moves by different areas moving together. Even your neck moves, right? My neck moves, it's going to pull your upper trap muscle to make that whole area want to stretch itself out or stay tight. Any questions so far? Simple things. But look at, look at whatever part you're looking at, maybe a knee or a shoulder, whatever it is, look at the bigger picture versus just the because your mechanics also, your movement patterns, how you stand, how you sit, affects recovery, affects even injury. If I'm sitting here, for example, sitting down, and my shoulder is rolling forward, what's going to happen? Now, all these muscles in the front, the pec minor, anterior delt, even part of the bicipital tendon here, all those muscles start to tighten up and make that your posture position. Your body will adapt to your structure. Are your bones and your spine part harder, a harder material, denser material, 
Or are your muscles more dense? What do you think? What's a harder material, muscles or bone? Bone. Bone, right? Okay, so if bone's harder, it's going to pull everything that way. If my bone structure is pulling forward already, it's going to make my whole body shift forward. And not just this side, but also the other side too. I, I still come this morning, ironically, because I'm in a shoulder problem. She's had a shoulder problem for over a year now where her shoulder is tight. Now her muscle of her neck also, and her neck muscles here, have that tight enough to support the muscles. Support that joint space, that, that alignment, that shortening of the muscles. So now even your neck muscles, called the SN and scalene, scalenes are here. If you ever take a Jeopardy, what's, what muscle here is, is scalenes. Muscle comes around to the back of your neck, to your front of your neck, your clavicle, is your SCM muscle. At that point, when that shoulder tightens up, what happens is everything tightens up. So it makes your overall posture look more like this. So not only do you have the shoulder lifting, shoulder rotation forward, now you have the neck twisting down to support that tighter muscle here, so it can't relax. Okay, any questions about that? Look at someone and look at where the muscles are tight, what the problems are. Look at not only where the actual injury is, but how is now is the posture. Has the posture shifted over time to make now the body and the body head, shoulder level being off, and shoulder being rotated forward or backwards. Look at this big picture. Give me one second, check something real quick. Look at the big picture. You want to look someone, even yourself too, that I was talking to the patient about today. A lot of it is, how do we look at someone from the side view and the front view? Why do you think that is? Why, why two views? If, if the picture is one dimensional, okay, how do we make something two, how do you make something from two dimensional, actually from one dimensional to three dimensional? You take the side view and the front view, at that point you can put a mirror in your head, exactly the rotation components, how the body's being affected. Looking at static position, we can talk about now how the movement's been comp compensating or limited based on that different motion. That allows you now to release that pressure and help them recover so they can avoid the motion in full strength over time. Okay? Any questions so far? Is that over people's head or does that make sense? If I have an injury here and my shoulder's been there long enough, I'm going to check. Has my body now guarded to make it tighter? Has my neck muscles now guarded to make it tighter on that one side? And has my overall even upper back now punched more forward to make me feel my body shifted? The problem is if you're here long enough, that feels, this feels normal to you, as did my patient this morning. She didn't know her neck was off or shoulder off because that's been there long enough. Why do you think that is? Exactly. Your, your body, your mind will reset your default posture as this as your normal. They'll say, okay. Things are having more pain, the more tight, more nerve, even her, her sense more nerve pain down, down the arm. We get things to reset. If we know what normal is, then we can set it back to a better normal position and then now get muscles to stretch and move, make them want to get back to a better normal, what they call an optimal normal. Okay? Next thing, okay, is what causes injuries that are, I want to say not, traumatic is going to be like, I fell on my shoulder, I threw a baseball, and I hurt my shoulder, okay, things like that, that's traumatic. What's non-traumatic shoulder pain? Pain in the 
Where does that come from? Well, little by little, exactly. So it causes it's, it becomes more of an acute injury than a chronic injury. So now your body has adapted to make that your normal. Again, we talked about earlier your position, your motion. Okay. So when it's non-traumatic, how does how would this position cause pain though? How would that make your shoulders sore? How would that make things more uncomfortable? How would, how would it cause pain? How are you, ma'am? There's a spot right over there for you. Packed house for the day. So if our shoulders are here long enough, then what does my neck do? It tightens up over here. It can cause, it can cause a neuropathy, where now on that side of your neck becomes shorter. So now the spine has to bend structurally. Now you can pinch a nerve. You have that, what are you gonna have? Sometimes you'll have localized neck pain, headaches to the side of the head, hand tingling, numbness, or burning, or even pain in that fingers, and even shoulder pain too. So my job is to make sure I assess where the original problem is, maybe the neck and or shoulder combination, but if it's non-traumatic, it's been there for longer, it's happened over time, now the whole body has shifted, so now we have to not only take away the painful area, maybe the neck, or the headache, or the shoulder pain, but now get everything to change back to better position to normal, so our one-dimensional view from the side view, from the front view, Get back to better position over time. Any questions about that? I just yes. Question. In January, I actually was doing exercise and I saw it. You just brought it to my attention, and of course yes. I went to the doctor, and I'm left-handed. So yesterday, I had the pain starting from here all the way down, and I just thought it was like inflammation, mm -hmm. you yes. know, because I started taking Tylenol. But you brought it to my attention back in January. And what happened was you had a trauma. But it was never corrected or, or looked at in, depth, in, in deep enough. So things would happen on your left hand side. Exactly. Things probably tighten up either the neck or the shoulder of the muscles. Now that time to actually sit there and pinch. Okay. So non-traumatic pain can also be a post-accident case or whiplash from a car accident. Never been a car accident. Me. Everybody ever been a car accident before? Most people, if you're in California, it's going to happen. Okay? If I have a whiplash, it can even be 10 miles an hour, it can cause the neck to tighten up to make that nerve want to fire. And fire down the arm, down the back, or the head is more common than happen. When you have that, then you can even have part of that neck nerve that comes from the neck here, it's called cerebral plexus. Again, if you want jeopardy, you'll feel that word. That's when these nerves come down, these form a branch called the axillary branch. That's your shoulder branch right in your shoulder. A nerve ending, is it sensitive? Just say yes. Okay. Most of my questions will be yes answers. Most of them just to give you a heads up. Here's what I do. Okay? So if a nerve ending is sensitive, someone may have, yeah, my neck hurts a little bit, but my shoulder hurts a lot. So I go, okay, what's going on? Where's the limitation? Yes. I had a stroke five years ago. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. But this side, the brain, I guess it's the side that uh, is smaller on this side. Mm -hmm. But I notice that I, I get, uh, I put my rings on, it's, it's bigger, and I get a lot of uh, pain here, here, in the shoulder. And then if I exercise, it goes away a little bit. Good. So, so when someone has a stroke or an injury like that, at that point, now we cause the nerves to relax. That causes more blood flow. Everything wants to be a better state of health. 
So you're, 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 you already read my talk, I think, from the last couple years ago, yes. in the sense where if you cause more motion in your spine and in your body, your body can heal faster. Your body can heal faster. Your left arm, this will go away. Okay? But it takes the, the know-how of what to stretch and where to stretch. Once we know there's no major injuries going on, like someone who had a stroke, okay, let's make sure medically they're fine. Make, make, make sure structurally there's nothing in, my, in your neck that it does to adjust the neck or cause more emotion would make it worse. I had someone come in, she has Parkinson's came in last week, bad Parkinson's, and she tried to stretch and stretches and made it worse. So it's doing enough, but not it's doing enough to help things get better, but overdoing it. You're not gonna know until you know what's going on with the structure first. So I make sure things safe to do your exercise when you start doing your exercises. But I can have a stroke. It can happen, but can we cause more emotion? To limit the ability so things can actually move better. Okay. That's the biggest thing. Okay. Does that have to do with my sleeping on this side? Because you're not moving enough when you're sleeping? Oh. Good. Again, she's read all my notes already. She's, just, she's a planted person in my audience today. Okay? In the sense where if we're sleeping, are we moving? This, and this is a no answer, sorry guys. Three guys off. Okay? So if we're not moving when we're sleeping, at that point it can tighten up. We get tighter around the nerve roots causing neuropathy down the arm, and or pain, and or burning, tingling, or numbness, and cause headaches too. So my, one of my questions I ask my patient when I come in for the first time, or before a new injury, I go, do you get it more when you, when you sleep or when you wake up in the morning? That tells me something's locked up in their spine, not moving properly, we have to move that to get things to improve. Make sure those muscles on that side will stretch, to get things moving more. But the movement is the key, yes? Um, what would be the best way? Because I move a lot. Yes. And I move, I mean, all night. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I move about more. But in the morning, I always have a migraine headache. And maybe it has to do with how And I cannot find the correct. Because I put my hand here, yeah. my hand here. I mean, well, The problem is because we're, we're moving, when we're sleeping or not, we're moving forward. In your sense, moving maybe too much. Then our neck can get twisted, the tension nerve too. Causing migraines, causing headaches, causing this, causing vertigo. It causes all that stuff. So it's understanding, okay, if I can sleep a certain way, I may start there, but if I'm gonna naturally move all that long or I'm a natural side sleeper or back sleeper or even stomach sleeper, then I gotta go, okay, how do I make sure I at least start where I wanna start and then I can put a pillow somewhere so I don't move too much. So for yours, what I would do, <coughs> excuse me, is I would actually put two pillows on my side so at least my body's not gonna turn as much. Do you limit your side, at least your body motion? Well, that's not the most. But if we're moving so much throughout the night, we're not going to know what's going to happen. We just want to video to videotape yourself sleeping, which is weird. At that point, we want to make sure you're doing enough not to move. Because that way, you can twist your neck here, 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 and not know what's going on. But migraines are, are our sign of neck injuries along with head injuries, too, along with neck nerve injuries. Yes? <coughs> but I, uh, I have multiple migraines. Yep. And I, I sometimes wonder if that has to do with my illness. Uh, I'd, I'd, say, I'd say not as related as you think. But again, to keep things very simple, if you can cause more motion even with a stroke, not only does it improve the neuropathy or the nerves regeneration, so the nerves are better, but along with the blood flow and joint instruction. But I made an issue. Yeah, so keep moving more. Yeah, that's what I keep and doing. And you happen, that's what you do. You're doing everything right, just keep doing it. Don't overthink it. When I do every day, my job. Okay.
right? Okay. Next part. What is the sign of a shoulder problem? It can be pain, can be other stuff going on too. What's a what's a normal sign you think? What do people normally have? Yes. I can go here, doctor, but I can't go past here. I can sometimes they go, I can't lift my arm. Okay, we gotta figure this one out. But I go, can you do this? Can you move your hand in and out? Can you supernatronate your hand? So I go, what can we do? That tells me here, okay, you know it's not an elbow problem. You know the wrist, and they go, can you move your hand okay? Good, so you know not a wrist problem. The shoulder's gonna be, this This basic motion is for the shoulder to test your motion. Can we go out this way? Good. We go in, good. We can bring the elbow up. Good. Can bring the elbow back. Okay, maybe limit there a little bit. That's usually a common area with limits. Doesn't make that one stretch even more. But then we go from here. At that point, we tested a rate, we tested the rotation of the shoulder. The shoulder joint is a ball of socket, right? So the shoulder joint itself is a ball and the socket. So can it move in different directions without causing injury? The problem is that ball and socket is surrounded by tight ligaments and muscles. Ligaments underneath, muscles on top, they things not want to move, but become unstable. So by doing these motions, we're testing which ligaments, which muscles are limited causing problems. Plus, you get that limitation reduced over time, yes, with stretching, with movement. You have to make sure you unwind that shoulder to make it better. The common area where the shoulder gets stuck is going to be forward and internal rotation. Okay? So if you have this position where it's stuck this way or wound up in and also down, now we have to unwind it which way? Back and out. So we want to make sure we get the shoulder out here as much as possible for more range of motion. And also, too, stronger, not just range of motion, right? This requires your shoulder to activate along with the upper trap, along with part of your anterior delt muscle in the front, along with your posterior delt too. About four muscles, even five almost, help elevate the shoulder in four position. Make sure all the muscles are working properly. You're finding time to do this. Okay, it hurts. Where does it hurt? Does it hurt here from the shoulder where it's more medial delt? Hurt in the front, in the side, or in the neck, or the upper back? So I want to know exactly where you pinpoint the pain. Sometimes someone will strain the muscle. Okay, good, strain the muscle. You get the muscle, you're good. But it's been there for a long time, what's causing it to become sore? When there's so many muscles and areas involved, it takes more work to tell exactly what the problem might be. If it's an elbow, there's two joints. I'm sorry, one, yeah, two joints, three joints. Easy to, easy to diagnose. When there's a bunch, it's about seven muscles, about three joints involved besides this two joints too, then you worry about, okay, which one can it be? If you're more like a Sherlock Holmes for that one. Alright? Any questions yet? Questions? Nothing? And other other concerns about shoulder. Who's ever had shoulder pain? Me too. Me too. Okay? I tore mine before bench pressing. What about neck pain? That's coming from your shoulder. It's a it's a it's good. So when you have shoulder pain, what happens is it tightens up. And it makes that upper trap muscle, which is attached from your AC, from your AC joint of your shoulder, down through your upper back, down here, and over to your neck. It's like a triangle. I don't have any markers today. It's like a triangle of muscles from your shoulder, neck, upper back. Okay. So when you have that, if you hurt your shoulder, just your shoulder, 
What's going to happen is, now the nerve wants to fire causing pain, that pain makes your body do this. Oh. Makes everything tighten up in that neck. So if those muscles here attach to the neck, it's going to make the neck tighten up too. So again, we're going to look at not only the problem of the here, the shoulder, but also the areas above and below that area. All right? Questions? Just stretching? Good? So now, let's get into the, the meat of the, of the talk. How do we exercise? How do we get the shoulder if more than not it's commonly rotated in from an injury, not traumatic or traumatic, and also, I'm oh, sorry, down and also in, how do we get that to open itself up? So we talked about the things that go from in and down to out and up, right? The so number one is a complicated one, so make sure you guys pay attention. I'll repeat it only once, maybe twice. Three times you really ask me. That'll be nice. Okay? So here, is that good? Eh, that's pretty good. If I take, if I'm on my bed, that's good enough. I like a harder surface, like a floor or a mat like this one. Don't take this one, because it's mine. Some other one if you may have it at home. If I have a left, <laughs> if I have a left shoulder problem, well, look what can see me, the people, the viewers at home. Here, and I take my left shoulder, I may feel I can only go out to here so far. I may feel comfortable, painful, or sore. Okay? Another note, another note, too. When you stretch, taking a step back, should you feel should you feel a pain when you're stretching? Do you feel pain when you stretch? Just say this is another no, I'm sorry. I achieved my, my questions around. Okay, we want to say no to this one. Okay? When you stretch, you want to make sure it feels uncomfortable, a little tight, but not painful. The reason is, when it's painful, it guard times even more. It's going to fight you. So wherever you're doing a stretch, it may make you make a face like you're going to squint, because it's uncomfortable. Okay, we want it there. So when I do this stretch, I'm going to use the water ball to start. Some people might be too much, we'll see. I'm going to take this water bottle, I'm going to start with someone who has shoulder pain, Bring that shoulder, bring that hand out, as far as where they feel uncomfortable. It might just be here. It might go all the way. Depends on how much range of motion they have. More range of motion, better improvement over time. So if I have that, and they can go just about here, I'm gonna go hold that for about 30 seconds, where it's uncomfortable. Why do you wanna hold the stretch? Give the muscle ligaments time to actually stretch. We're not trying to strengthen the muscle. We're not trying to kind of contraction back and forth. We want to make sure you get a time to actually move and hold that stretch. Your muscle has filaments like a string, has to be pulled so it stays a longer muscle or ligament, doesn't want to become tight over time. Okay? So you want to hold that out where it's uncomfortable. If that feels good, go a little further. Feels good a little further. Maybe, maybe two, three times at the most. You come out, hold 30 seconds, relax a little bit more. That feels good. Then, as you're comfortable, then creep the elbow up, out a little bit more. Maybe if, you, if it's possible, halfway up to 45 degrees. At that point now, let that shoulder drop down. The reason is, as you go further out, because the secondary motion in the neck and the shoulder kind of become even tighter. Let's make it looser, not tighter. So if we come out here, feels good. 30 seconds here, if it's good. Then 30 seconds a little bit more. Any questions so far? 
I can't see your hand, so yell at me if you need to. Questions? Good? Over here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Always picking on your friends. Raise your hands to stretch. There you go. There you go. Stretch away. Stretch away. We want to do things slow because we want to make sure if we do too much, it might be sore tomorrow. Give yourself time, right? There's no one doing. Anyone doing here? Anyone doing bodybuilding shows? Bodybuilding shows? Anybody? There's no rush, right? Give yourself time to stretch. It feels it feels uncomfortable. Yeah. So see how it feels tomorrow. Before you go overdo it. Give yourself time to get there. Okay? If I go on here now, and this feels good by coming back at 45 degrees with the elbow coming away from the body, I'm going to do is now go maybe 90 degrees as far as you can up, and now bring that water bottle back behind you to, to, to rotate the shoulders back and up as much as possible. Okay? Any questions about this? Good? All right. Woo. Yes? I was just practicing. Okay, good. Practicing, stretching, do your thing, do your thing, do your thing. That thing is, can we, we move things enough and slow enough so we don't have to hurt ourselves? When I tore my shoulder back in 2000, we had about nine months to recover. It wasn't very quick, okay? It took a while, but it, I had to learn at what point am I overstretching it and what point am I doing good for my shoulder. What I found and what works for most people is if you're, doing, if you're trying to stretch more even strength than two, it may get a little sore, okay? If it's injured where you want to take it, you not injured where you've done too much, overdid it, you're going to feel tender in the shoulder or the muscles are going to be, it might be a little swollen too. The recommend people do, if you're trying to stretch or strengthen your shoulders or any part of your body too, always ice afterwards. Why ice versus heat, you think? Why ice? Go ahead, one more time. Whatever. It means the swelling down, inflammation down. If I made the muscle stretch too much, it's going to cause micro tears. If I tear a muscle, it's going to cause inflammation, cause swelling, get that out of there by the ice pack. All right, you guys are too young for heat. That's for old people. Okay? Let's get the joke. Next time, next time. You'll watch the video later. The next one is a corner stretch. I have a corner. Oh, I have one over there. I'll show you guys a little break here. I need a corner for this one. It's called a corner stretch. So here, I'll put it there for now. You guys will see it in a second. I'll do it over here in a second too, but I'll do it over here. If you do corner stretch, you need what? A corner. A corner. Good, making sure you guys know that. I'm gonna do a corner stretch. What I wanna do, I wanna have my hands about parallel with my shoulders. You want to have them straight out this way. You don't want to go too low or too high. You want them right parallel with your shoulders right here. Okay? This thing, you also want to keep your head up the whole time. A lot of people drop their head. I tell them you got to keep your head up. Because you want to do a little exercise, an exercise in good position, good posture, maintain that position. So what I'm going to do now, I'm going to take that wall right here. I'm going to hold it, hands, uh, hands level with my shoulders, put one foot into the wall, one foot out. I'm going to let my body glide in, slide in. Hold that position. Okay? The reason is I want all these muscles up front here to stretch. So I'll, show you, I'll show you up front. Any questions about the corner stretch stuff? About how to hold the corner stretch? I'll show, I'll show the board right now, but again, just to repeat, hand shoulder height in the corner, one foot forward, everybody slide from the head up and hold that position for about five seconds and relax that position. Okay, so let's go back over here. 
I'll show you a few on the on the board since you have them on the board too. Okay, if I leave this here, ladies. Is that okay if I leave it right here? Are good? Right here, right here. I'm a little higher up too. Right here, and we'll go here. So here, if I'm gonna quarter, what then I want to do is a couple things. I want to make sure my hands in position. Level my shoulders. Hands here. Head up the whole time. One foot forward into the wall. The body glide in. So you feel what you're gonna feel. You feel all these muscles here open up on both sides. So if I have a tight left shoulder, is my right side gonna be tight too? It might be, but maybe not as much as the right, as the left, I'm sorry. It'll feel uneven. So you're gonna have a tighter and a, and a, and a not as tight side. Okay? So realize when you have that, try not to lean into the wall on one side. Make sure both shoulders go, go in even. So if you get a little tight or comfortable, will pain stop and go back a little bit more. Any questions about that? Yes. Yes. Does this help your posture? Yes. Oh, yes. Read my notes. Perfect. My other notes. So if my head's up here and I'm doing the stretch this way, at that point I'm getting my whole body here to stay back here instead of here. Uh, or should be uncomfortable here. Not I'll yell at you. All right. So you want to make sure our body is staying here the whole time. If we're doing exercises, make sure your body and we did this before too. Part of this little, little thing right here, but we go against the wall to check your posture would be heels, hips, shoulders, and head are staying here, not here. That's the key. We have, if we have problems with, with weakness in our legs or our back, or it might be, it's gonna take some time. But if you're uncomfortable here where it's too uncomfortable, go for it a little bit, but make sure when we're off the wall, we're standing or walking, the weight's on your heels the whole time. Not on your toes, because when your toes are doing what? We're hunching forward. Stay back in the heel as much as possible. If you get one thing from the stop, you get a posture change over time. All right? Any other questions or comments or the, the other notes we talked about before? So broomstick stretch, yes? Uh, you mentioned vertigo. Yes. Is there a difference between describing vertigo and dizzy? Good. Vertigo is going to be more of, are everything spinning? even with your eyes open or eyes closed. Okay. Doesn't matter what you do, it's gonna spin. Dizziness is more of, there's no other, I might be dizzy, but there's nothing spinning in the room. Okay. The spins is what causes the biggest change in vertigo. Dizziness is more, man, vertigo is like, you guys gotta get yourself, either whatever is causing the sensitivity in vertigo to make you become, keep that going, it's going to a dark room, it's turning off, it's turning off the sound, whatever it is, to get your body to relax. Vertigo too would be putting nice back the back of your neck to calm the nerves down even too. Combination of both. But again, vertigo versus dizziness. So I want to make sure we're looking at differences. And vertigo is going to be like the room spins no matter what you do, eyes open, eyes closed. Dizziness is more manageable. It's not a spin. It's more of your body just feel like it's shaking, or your eyes, your vision stuff is more shaking. So if you lay down and everything is turned flat and it's spinning. Mm-hmm. That's vertigo. So you want to make sure if you're spinning on you and you're lying down, make sure you put a nice back on your neck. Keep your best thing to keep your eyes open, so you focus on something that's that's not moving. That's that's the one thing people don't. It doesn't feel natural. Focus on it's not moving. At that point, it'll slow it down faster. With vertigo. Like an ice pack on the back of your neck. You know, ice, is the muscles or tendons connected to mm -hmm. why you have vertigo? Or? Yeah, vertigo because you have a combination of both nerves mm -hmm. in your neck and your head causing you to become oversensitive. 
but also your inner ear can cause that too, because that's where a lot of your balance of your vestibular glands in your ears will cause it to become thrown off too. It's a combination of both. And the biggest thing is making sure it's diagnosed properly with your ENT doctor. We'll diagnose some of that nerve stuff too. The success rate with migraine headaches or vertigo is about 70%. 70 percent. Seven out of ten people get better with chiropractic care. Chiropractic care. As a chiropractor, yeah. We help people get through that. That's part of it. With the, the migraine? With the migraines and vertigo. Okay. Combination of both. What we do in our office, we, in our office is basically do a trial treatment with someone who has vertigo or migraines or dizziness too, mm -hmm. about two weeks of care. Okay. You know, two weeks of care, we can see where things are. Are we seeing improvement? Are we on the right track? Mm -hmm. We want to make sure we're not wasting someone's time. You'll know in two weeks if you're getting better or not. It takes about two weeks. Think sure. So if your head is in a certain position, mm -hmm. is there anything it's tough. It's tough. If it's neurological, we treat the neck to get that nerve component calmed down. But for icing it, though, we want to make sure we ice straight backwards with our head, not bent to side, left to right, just more straight. Part of it. All right? Next one is always a fun one to demonstrate. Or move involved. Yes? I have to go. Go. Oh. Thank you so very much. Of course. You keep up your good work, though. Keep up your good work. No, I'm doing that. Yes. Whatever stuff we're gonna see next month. Keep doing well. So broomstick stretch, okay? Complicated one. Take a broomstick. Can be a Swiffer. Can be a PVC pipe. Not a heavy pipe. Heavy pipes are like heavy. But here, take something that has some is not flexible. Take it and go back over your head. Anyone? Anybody? Anybody? That works. No, with nothing yet, you can do it. Good. With so that, modification, <laughs> modification is now take it up, again where it feels uncomfortable, we talked about what that is, uncomfortable, hold for about five seconds, then come back down again. And do it about five times. When I tore my shoulder, er, I do this for at least maybe a year. Oh Took about three days over my head, give me three days over my head like a resurrection, three days. And it was like painful. But when you work on it every day, every day, every day, I tell my young intern patients, do them on the days that end with Y. It takes them a while, like, what day do I not do it on? All of them, do them all of them. That's what allows your body to get looser and stronger over time. Okay? What you've seen so far are stretches. The shoulder stretch, 90 degree, I call it 90 degree shoulder stretch. The corner stretch, now this one too. We always want to stretch first and then strengthen. We always want to increase range of motion first and then strengthen. So what happens is if, I, if I'm working out here, getting stronger here, I'm, getting, I'm, I'm locking this in, not good posture, good position, good range of motion. So come up, let's see. That's right. Come up, Miss St. Patrick's Day. Yes, it is. Yes. One day away. If you're in, I think in Europe it might be tomorrow, I'm not sure yet. It is tomorrow. See, you know your geography. So here, why does he kind of start with stand up straight or come all the way back? It's again, where you feel comfortable. Okay. Try to keep the bar straight. Okay. All the way over. Very edge. There we go. Okay. Come on back. Up. Yep. Up. There we go. Good. So as you can see, the side's a little tighter. Come all the way back. Yeah, that whole side is tight all the way to the head. Okay, so we're going to come back again one more time. Okay. Come back. Up. And hold right a little bit further back. There. That's your starting point. 
But once you go here, now we start to bend, that's not going to be good. So now, you mean this way? So you want to come all the way down. I'll keep your elbow straight. Now come down now, which is hard to do. Yes. Yeah, so come up here until that doesn't. So see right there? Now bring the elbows back this way. There we go. Thank you. Yeah, there we go. So that's your starting point now. Once that's comfortable. And then over time, it will cause more of the stretches to get better and better. Okay. But we don't want to be able to shave something real quick, too. Mm -hmm. What when people will cheat, which is common because it feels easier, they'll come up and come down this way. Oh, no. Fail. You're close, you can do that though. You can do that though. But rather you come up here, elbows stay locked, hold, stop there, versus this, because that's cheating. That's illegal in some countries. Alright? So what it is, come back. Hold that where it feels uncomfortable. Once you feel you have to drop, just hold it there for five seconds and then come back forward. Try one more time. Oh, gosh. Let me see. Here yes, clear. you're doing fine. Okay, you go up. Yep. All the way up. Up, 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 up. And hold it right there so you don't drop. One, two, three, four, four and a half, four and three quarters, five. <laughs> forward. Boom. That's your starting point. Okay? So you don't roll back. Okay. Good. So what do you mean now roll back? So so you don't so you don't come down here, keep your arts the whole time. Oh, okay. There we go. Yes, you're there. Alright. You got it. But that's the thing is maintain the arts the whole way. Good work. Good job, good job. Maintain the arts the whole way. Don't let those arms drop all the way up. Okay? Again, give yourself time. Always start as wide as you can on a broomstick, Swiffer, PVC pipe, whatever you want to use. But to make sure it's a hard, because when it's hard material like this, then your upper back too, back here, that back of the shoulder gets the full stretch also. If I cheat and do this, now there's no tension, now that shoulder isn't being stretched. This allows tension by having a solid stick. Yes, Deb? Is that important that we Light as possible. Light as possible. That's possible. Allows your body to stretch, not strength, and just stretch for now. Then line will add some weight, but not yet. All right. Any questions yet? All right. Now I have modified shoulder press. This is kind of a. It's a. It's not a hard one, but it'll test everything. Oh my God! Grab it. There we go. I do this one seat because it's easier to see. Standing spine also. You want to, like we talked about before, we want to make sure we're sitting up, not like this, uh, we want to make sure we're sitting up as far back as you can in the chair. Okay? This is a three-shoulder exercise. I do, in my video, I have my patients standing because I do use a wall, but we'll see it here, it'll be easier. Okay? First one, three-shoulder exercise says how many, it's a three-shoulder exercise video, how many exercises do you think in the video? Three. Yes, you guys are awake, perfect. So number one, elbows tucked in, we're gonna come straight out, okay? We're not gonna do this. I'm good, that feels fine, yeah, because I know it right. Again, fail. Elbows tucked in, go back, go out as far as you can where the elbows wanna start popping out, but hold that position. Elbows tucked in the whole time, elbows tucked in the whole time. Then, bring the hands up. Good. All right, feel okay? So the second one, this is gonna be here, so what I have patients do, Come out, hold for a second, and come back in. Hold for a second, then come back in. About five times to start. Okay, that's number one. Number two, 
Again, seated is elbows, shoulder height here, hands straight out. So your elbow and hand should be at 90 degrees, coming straight out the whole time. And from there, we're going to come without moving the elbows. Elbows do not do this. We're not going to fly away. We're going to come straight up. We're going to hold and then come back down again. Good again. Come up. Fantastic. And then come back. So, so we want to make sure our elbows stay here. They don't drop. Ah, oh, you'll get it. You'll get it. Elbows here. Come up. Hold. And then drop. Okay? So it's, it's hard. It's not easy. If it was easy, you'd be perfect. No, you're not perfect. Neither am I. That's my wife. I'm like way down here for perfect. That's my wife. Okay? Next one. This is a standing one. I'm gonna say, I wanna say this chair back of the chair is the wall. I don't want to hit this thing over here on the break this thing. You wanna go against the wall with your hips, but you wanna have your feet out a little bit. Okay, because you're gonna bend over forward just about maybe 10 degrees. The reason is I want to make sure we have the, the water bottles up front. Thumbs pointing forward for number three of the shoulder free exercises. What you do is come straight up, hold, and come straight down. Okay, so we're going to come here. Elbows this time straight, not bent. Elbows straight. Water bottles pointing forward. Thumbs pointing forward. We come up. Again, head up. I missed this one. Head up. Come up. Hold. And then drop the hands. This one I want you to feel for this one. The back of your neck should feel tighter. Okay, when you come up, the back of the neck should feel like it's pinching. Fantastic. You want to work all the muscles. This exercise should make these muscles in your spine, next to your spine, your rhomboids, that connect to your shoulder, right, on both sides, make them move. So if I'm doing this one, the first one, here, I'm, I'm facing. I'm facing the wall this time, but I should be facing away from the wall. You need to see my back, hopefully, so it didn't work out today. Here, come in, pinch the plates together, then come out. People do this, or they'll do this, here. Like, eh, no. Let's get the blade muscles to move back here. We're bringing, them, bringing, the, the, hand, bringing the hands out, blades come in, pinch, and then relax. So make sure back here, is pinching when the hands come out. Make sure that back is really moving more to make your body again, in your body here, so that whole shoulder blade is moving with the motion. Any questions about that? And second one too, same thing here. If I'm doing this, what's moving? That whole shoulder joint, when I bring my hands up over my head this way, my shoulder, the whole shoulder is going to be able to move and unwind backwards, not stay forward. That's almost hard to do without moving the muscle. Have to move the muscle. All right? Any questions? I'm worn out. That's a lot of work. <laughs> worn out today. Anything? So a takeaway for this one is check your range of motion. If you can do this, that's, you're, you're about 90% there. If you can come back here, and do this, you're 90% there. If you want to increase your range of motion, use a broomstick. Go real slow, again, go slow, come up. Stand up here, go slow, hold, don't drop. Where it feels uncomfortable, tight, hold for five seconds, then come forward. If you want to, if you want to really strengthen your shoulders and help your neck and upper back and your posture, then do the water bottle stretch. You come all the way this way, 
and this, and especially this one. I have people that come in my office, they can be any age here, any age at all, and they have weak upper traps, okay? Very weak, so if they're weak, attaches to your shoulder and your neck. That will cause shoulder pain, neck pain, and headaches. So my job, once the, once, the, once the joint motion is normal, I want to make that stronger, okay? How I get it stronger is this actually the last one, the modified shoulder press, again, C because it's easier to see. At that point, a shoulder press is bringing that hand above your shoulders, okay? Modified is now bringing your hand, instead of being here, bring your hands facing your palm facing forward, now coming up this way. We want to make sure our hands, if possible, and our arms are going to be 90 degrees to our body. So our elbows and wrists should be parallel with our body, coming straight up, if possible, and coming straight down. A very simple motion, so position is the key. So palm facing forward, if possible, your, your wrist being parallel with your body up here, then coming straight up, hold, then coming straight down. Okay, the reason is you want to make sure everything back here is then moving in, and also now you're working the upper trap muscle to make them stronger also, along with the shoulder itself. So again, the last two, the three shoulders, and this modified shoulder press is your strength exercise, right? Why do we do, Why do, we do strength last? Why is that? We want to make sure the range of motion is good first, and then we want to load more weight to make our body stronger. When we're stronger, why is strength important? Get around, we can do our normal day daily lives, quality of life. Also endurance too. I may feel good by say, say the first couple of hours of the day, but if I'm tired a week at the end of the day, I'm not strong enough. I have to build more muscle mass. So again, the shoulder press, want to be here, hands, hands parallel with your body along with your wrist, hands pointing forward, coming straight up, coming straight down. When you come up, you want to do is hold for a second up, hold for a second down, repeat five times. And again, water bottles, start with them. Who, does, who doesn't have water bottles at home? No one raise your hand, good job, good job. Okay? That's the thing is, you want to start small, simple, and then build on top of it. But if you just do these five exercises, you'll have a looser and a stronger shoulder with good posture, so you'll look good and feel good. Walk around this all day. What's going on? How are you doing? What's up? You know? You'll have more energy. I don't know. <laughs> Any questions at all? Any questions, let me know. If you, like I said, if you're not on my newsletter already, I want to do is email these out to you directly if you need me. If you want something specific about this, 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 let me know too. Again, it's all free. Internet's free. The phone calls are free now too. Remember like, was it 10 years ago? I have someone rolling over a minute, but also I'm, I'm paying 10 bucks a minute, uh, and not a minute, whatever it is. Ugh, ridiculous. Anything else? What's next month? What's next month's stop? What's it, what's it say for next month? Give me one second. What's the next one? Food choices for energy and weight loss. Who needs that? Me. I'll find out for you guys, though, before next month, all right? Thank you, guys.